coming to you from the mountains and the plains. The only conservative voices brave enough to push back. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Altman. That's what the Second Amendment was designed to do. If you're going to do something to, to nullify or take away my rights under the Constitution, come get it. Max McGuire. When you look at politicians on the left, um, they need to convince people that they are victims. A resistance to the resistance. And now your hosts, Joe Altman and Max McGuire. And welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Happy Monday, everyone. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Altman. A couple things on the agenda today. We're going to be doing an interview um, with a woman from Michigan who is fighting against the mask mandate. Second hour, we're going to be talking about good old anti-Maxine. And that's not racist. That's what she's calling herself, her latest her latest outreach campaign in Minnesota to gin up more racial violence. Anti-Maxine, we'll be talking about her. And we're talking about the plan to expel her from Congress. And we are running a fax blast today. Link in the description on Facebook. We're live on YouTube today. And in the uh, panels below in D. Yep. The panels below in D Live. Make sure you join today's fax blast because Marjorie Taylor Greene has a a resolution to expel Maxine Waters from Congress. Basically, using the Trump logic, she said that everyone should fight, fight, fight. And since Trump was impeached for the same language, it only stands to reason that Maxine Waters be removed from office as well. Hey, so that this, fax this, blast is in the description on YouTube, yeah. Facebook, and in the panels on DLive. So this will be a perfect indication of the rules are for thee, not for me. We can say what we want, do what we want. We can create chaos, and you just have to put up with it. This, this should be a perfect indication of where we are as a country and the fact that the left represents some things that are just some of the it, – it's a, it's a line between good and evil, right? They are definitely on the side of evil. So that's going to – we're going to get into that in the second hour, so make sure you tune into that. But for the first hour, we do have a guest, and we welcome her on. Welcome to the show, Marcy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Marcy, no problem. So this is kind of a continuation of an episode we did last week on the lawsuits against the Michigan mask mandates against kids, the testing requirements against kids. Why don't you tell everyone about yourself, how you've gotten involved in this, and what's currently happening um, from from your vantage point? Well, Again, my name is Marcy McClelland. I have three children in in the Yale Public Schools. And how I got involved in it is because um, they were looking for people that to let their students, their children involved in the current lawsuit that is against the mandatory testing that's happening. And I have two of them that I was not gonna allow them to be subjected to testing um, in order to play their sport. I, I just, I thought that was against rights. And so I contacted Jamie that was on last week with you and she's done a great job with this organization. And um, I just felt I needed to get involved with my kids. So you are one of, correct me if I'm wrong, you are one of the plaintiffs. So she runs yes. the organization but you are actually yes. one of the plaintiffs involved in the lawsuits that we talked about last week with her. Um, yes. She was mentioning a lot of things about what families would have to go through, but obviously you're now the plaintiff. You're, you're suing. 
because of the grievances that, that you would have to suffer as a parent. Talk a little bit about that because it's not just being against masks. When you look at the actual testing requirements in Michigan in order to play organized sports, the, the burden, the, the actual cost burden on families, it's astronomical. You aren't an, you're not an NBA team. You're not a Major League Baseball team. You can't afford just to be testing your kid every single week. Talk about those burdens because lots of people think it's just about ideology, but there is a real harm here too. Um, yeah, I don't um, know a lot about the cost of the testing because supposedly the schools are getting the tests given to them from the government. I'm not sure where all that money is coming from. Are they PCR tests? tests? I assume the, I assume they they're PCR the tests. Rapid, rapid antigen yeah. tests. They're the the quicker. It's a like a nose swab, I guess, is how they. Um, demonstrated it at our school board meeting when we went to our school board meeting last week or two weeks ago they actually demonstrated it for a bunch of us parents who were speaking out against it because it's actually um sterilized with this ethanol stuff that is supposedly even cancerous to be used in excessive amounts like that weekly so we came and spoke out against it and they demonstrated it for us um how very simple they say it is but it still is an invasion of your rights if you're not even showing any symptoms or anything so as i said my children i said they were not going to be part of it so i haven't really been involved in the testing now our wrestlers had to test um in the winter season in order to compete and sometimes up to three times a week depending on how many meets they had they were having to test every single athlete and but right now they're doing it in all the sports not just um for wrestling which they were doing in the winter um so my oldest son who is a senior though is a track runner finished in the um at state junior year or not not his junior year sophomore year his junior year was totally canceled last year so he didn't even get to compete last year um, so I chose, because he's a senior, to let him make that decision for himself. He's 18. Um, so he had to sign his own consent forms. Um, I suggested that he sign under duress, but um, I don't really think that kids of that age understand the freedoms that they're giving up in order to just want to compete and want to do their sport. So... It's always interesting know. with that because if, if a kid wants to go to the nurse in school, the nurse isn't, they, they say, depending on the state, but most states, the nurse isn't allowed to even give them an aspirin unless the right. parents are okay yeah. with it. We've always seen um, Democrats, people who are more of the left mindset, they always have ex- exceptions for that, right? They, they've crafted exceptions for things like birth control. Um, other things that maybe they don't want the parents to know about. It's just, it's stunning that the testing also is in that camp that it, (laughs) that they actually would have the kids sign it. Obviously kids, unless you're 18 year old, 18 years old or emancipated, they have no business signing up and and agreeing to any medical test. That seems like it would be a complete parental decision, but, uh, obviously they're crafting an exemption for that. It's it's lucky that you're not paying. 
It's not crafting exceptions. They're 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 building sidewalks. They're building new sidewalks, basically saying that the school does not have to consult the parents when making medical decisions. That they basically can cut the parents out of even even giving them knowledge of uh, psychological uh, counseling. I mean, you name it. So this is just another one of those steps that we're allowing or trying to pull away the ability for parents to actually parent and teach their kids. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't get where they think they have a better handle on the testing that my child needs to go through. I just don't understand that. And yeah, like I said, we're not being charged for it, but I believe that some of the club sports in Michigan, I believe that some of those parents do have to find their own yeah. form of testing and having that done. I'm not involved in that. So, well, I've, know, I've seen I, some districts, I guess it depends on the school district. Either way, you're going to pay for it, either through your property taxes or up front. Oh, right? yeah. you, either way, oh, you're yeah, going to end up paying for it. Um, but the, yeah. the club sports is particularly egregious because if you just want to have an indoor intramural league for like soccer or something, the idea that yeah. just after work, if, even if adults are, or like 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, they want to go out and practice, they have to get tested just to, to congregate and play soccer in an organized fashion. Right. It, none of it makes sense. And obviously, they don't care about the costs. I mean, we heard from Anthony Fauci last week that um, he was being grilled, grilled, grilled by Rand Paul. I believe it was Rand Paul. And uh, Fauci said, well, he doesn't even think about liberty. Liberty isn't top of mind for him when he's when he's recommending thing, these things. He's not thinking about the consequences for people's liberties. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, this is a big deal. If, if the government's not allowed to charge you a poll tax, which adjusted for infl inflation would be a couple bucks. Um, the, the whole concept of them forcing you to pay either individually or through your taxes $150 just for the right to play organized sports, it seems particularly violative. Um, but again, this is – I don't Jim expect Jordan. Democrats to come down on this. Oh, Jim Jordan, sorry. Yeah. I don't expect Democrats to actually come down on this. They're against poll taxes, but they're, they're for these kind of taxes. Um, so so to talk a little bit about your children. Um, what, what's the, what's the conversation been like? Because what a lot of parents I've spoken to say that their kids really want to play, but if the parents are fighting for the kids not to have their rights violated, the kids might not always understand that, right? It's, it's not an easy conversation to have with a kid who just wants to go and play sports. They're not thinking about the Liberty aspect. They're not thinking about the cost. Um, what's that conversation been like in your household? Cause obviously now you're going to court over this. Well, I have an eighth grader and she was going to run track. Um, I think that she would prefer to still run track with her friends just as uh, something to do. But I have said that that's, I'm not willing to subject her to that. Then I have a 10th grader who was going to do golf and he started the season doing um going to practice because that was before the testing mandate and then when the testing began we told him that he was going to have to tell his coach that he wasn't going to and actually he himself chose that he didn't want to be subjected to that he didn't feel that it was right for them to mandate that testing on um healthy athletes and he actually went and spoke in front of our school board um and and shared his opinion and why he was not going to be competing. So golf golf seems like it's the most socially distanced high school sport there is, 
right? There's no right. requirement that you actually get close to anyone. Even if both of your right. balls fall in the same area on the green, one person can putt and they can leave, right? Why are they test forcing golf players to test? You you you, get, you miss they you can miss just me do there. Singles. You missed me there for a minute, both of your balls. I'm like, what are you talking about, Max? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but two, uh, no. two people yeah, on the – I get yeah, it. I get it. Yeah, if multiple people have the same shot in the same area, it's not like they have to stand near each other. You could play golf in a foursome and not be anywhere near anyone else in your group, right, and just play hey, staggered. And you're at least wearing one glove. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And a mask. So what, what was the logic for that? And everyone still has to, so I, it does not make any sense. It, but in Michigan, nothing has to make sense to her, it seems like. So, I mean, I don't know if you heard about her new order this past Friday that two to four-year-olds have to wear masks now in daycare and preschools. So not only are the athletes extremely, like, contagious, so are two to four-year-olds, I guess. And, and they actually do not even have a high propensity to, they can't really get sick, right? So they don't have the yeah. right, they don't, until they get through puberty, they don't, it's not, they're not as susceptible, susceptible to the disease. And they say, well, they can be a carrier. They haven't even figured out what a carrier is. They just came out, the CDC came out and said that on flat surfaces that you can no longer have a low, very low, almost impossible uh, rate of infection by the virus being on a, on a hard surface. Right. They just they keep changing the goalpost, moving, moving things around. And frankly, it it feels like they're doing it to to maintain control and to create confusion. (laughs) It looks like they're just trying to again, it's just another one of those things. Divide, 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 divide. No in the middle of it. Oh, you don't listen to me. You're a racist, bigot, homophobe, misogynist. I mean, they have they have their whole list right right next to it while they're actually burning kids entire opportunity in the future. They're burning it to the ground. Right. So. Yeah. Very sad what is happening to all of our young people here in Michigan. That, And we hear about other states, like I have a son out there in Colorado. That's how I got, got connected with all this. And, you know, he just shared how Douglas County, you know, they allowed their counties to choose and got rid of the mask mandate. And I'm just like, we hear that. And now we're like, okay, well, now we need to do two and four-year-olds. It's just like unbelievable. Well, and, and this is how you know that none of the people writing these things actually have a two or a, f- a three or a four year old. Like anyone right, who right, has right. a young kid knows you're not going to get that kid to wear their mask all day at daycare. You're, you're just right. not. It's not feasible. Right. And it's like anyone who said, oh, if you're going to play golf, you have to wear a mask. Obviously, they but, don't know wait, wait, what wait. playing golf means. But, but listen, they right. can punish those kids at two, three, four years old and affect the rest of their life. So what they're doing is by forcing them to wear a mask, they're they're again going back to that control. This is not this is not rocket science. What they're trying to do, I mean, they're they're basically trying to change the construct of our entire uh, society, right? And they're doing a good job of it because we're not standing up. I mean, you're Marcy, you're standing up, but I think we have to take it a little further. I said before that look, I I would I would die tomorrow for my kids. If it came down to it, right, I would I would fight to protect my kids. And I think that parents have to change their mindset on what's, what's really happening. The parents, they're, they're destroying our children. I mean, again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't know what it is this week, but last week we talked about suicide rate amongst uh, kids uh, under the age of 21, from 11 to 21 or 10 to 21, uh, th- up 387%. I mean, that's a yeah. big number. It's ingrained in my head. 
So we have yeah. to get to the point where we recognize, and, and I know you're fighting for your kids, but your, your kids also have to go to school knowing that their mom is suing people, right? And then you have the little, the, the little ridiculers in school that are like, ah, oh, see, his mom's doing this. I'm sure they feel it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had our first um, suicide, a 16-year-old, probably six weeks ago, and I don't, I've had kids in the school district for 19 years, and I don't remember that happening. So these kids are just really feeling no hope. There's no hope. There's no, nothing worth living for, some of them. It's sad. Well, so I just sent Mr. Producer Josh a video. He's, he's queuing it up. You're obviously in Michigan, but you're very close to Canada. So I want to get your opinion on this because there's a video that just came out of Canada of what they're doing in Ontario specifically. And it is it is craziness. And it seems like they're taking a play out of out of Whitmer's playbook. I, I don't really get it, but it, it whatever's going on in this area of the country the, around the Canadian border, you, your leaders are going absolutely crazy. And I'm worried for you because it feels like this is next on the list for you. So I want to play this because these people. People all seem to be working together. Whatever happens there tends to follow for you. Let's play it, Mr. Producer. We've implemented the strictest measures in all of North America. And the difficult truth is every public health measure we have left comes with a massive cost to people and their lives. But we have never shied away from doing what's necessary. We have made the deliberate decision to temporarily enhance police officers' authority for the duration of the stay-at-home order. Wow. Moving forward, police will have the authority to require any individual who is not in a place of residence to first provide their purpose for not being at home and provide their home address. Police will also have the authority to stop a vehicle to inquire about an individual's reason for leaving their residence. And our inspectors wow. will also be ensuring that those who absolutely must come to work are strictly following the public health measures. For our employers and employees, take note, this is your last warning. Um, I'm wondering about these new police powers to just randomly stop someone walking down the street or to pull over a car. What happens if, uh, if a person refuses to answer the police questions? So by issuing these new additional enforcement measures, it allows police officers to ask the person why they are not at their place of residence and what their place of residence is. And specifically to your question, um, if you are not willing to comply, then you are breaking the law. Uh, if and someone sees um, uh, their neighbors uh, breaking these, these new regulations this is crazy. Um, and, and having a party in their yard, that sort of thing, should should people call police on their neighbors in terms of people calling um to snitch to inform um look we all have a personal responsibility if it means saving lives then i think we have to think about what your social responsibilities are as an individual to make sure that you don't empower other people and invite a whole bunch of individuals to your home this so is i nuts. want to play that Obviously, that's not Michigan. That's not Michigan. But right across the border in Canada, and they seem right. to follow what Whitmer does, and Whitmer seems to follow what they do. In Canada, now they're, they're following the Whitmer play, where if you go to a Costco, you're only allowed to buy the essential items. Everything else is now covered in plastic. 
So they're they're now on that level of tyranny. Um, I wanted to play that for you for our audience because it's really frightening what's going on in Michigan, uh, north of yeah, the border. Is. Because he, here in Texas, it's not. We're You're all just. Open. We all have our rights again. We have our we have our rights, our liberties. <laughs> we're all having a good time barbecuing, and you guys are just a complete lockdown. I know. Yeah, watching your stadiums be packed. That's we're very jealous up here, and we don't understand how can we be that bad. We just don't understand how. But yeah, I mean, people are people are sick, but people you're not going to stop people from getting sick. So I don't know what their agenda is, other than like you said, the control and the yeah, just. Very scary. We, we, we have to get to the place, and Marcy, I'm going to say it on this show, so everybody listening, we got to get to the place where civility, I'm, I'm just going to say it, it gets abandoned for the result of j just, we, we have to get to the place where we're willing to say no. We're willing to use those words. Yeah. No, we're not going to do it. No. Yeah. Well, you, you have to go back in yeah. your house. Nope. You have to wear a mask. Nope. No, I don't. You have to take a vaccine. No, I don't. You have to take this test. Nope, yeah. sure not. But we have to get to the place where the people actually have a choice, right? They're lying to us. People aren't dying from COVID. People are dying right. for, from COVID at a lesser rate than they were buying, dying of the flu. And right. the facts yeah. do not support what we're doing to our children, to our community, to our businesses. It doesn't support it. Right. So you can't have one state down in Texas that opens up, gets rid of mask mandates, does all of those things, and all of a sudden, the, nothing happens. Yeah. Oh my gosh, people, people, people aren't, are people are dying of COVID. Just I don't want any. I said of the at a rate. I said us, I at a rate that right. is, they're going to take us down if I don't do this. We're, they are dying, right. but it, right. it is being grossly exaggerated in our opinion. Um, exactly. No, yeah. it, it, it's it's craziness. And to see what your state is doing with the kids, with the lockdowns, with, with the shopping. And we go back a year with you're not allowed to put your boat in the water. Who in their right mind right. could possibly say there's a science-based approach to not letting people put their boats in the water? None of it makes any sense. Right. And I, I pray Unless that you win your court husband. case. Unless yeah, you're the governor's, the governor's husband. husband. Yeah. <laughs> but but here, here's the thing. Well, when, when all the stuff in Mexico, when all the stuff happened in, in Nazi Germany, right, the U.S. showed up because when we entered the war, we ended the war, right? We showed up, we did a lot of things, and that, that resulted in us defeating the Nazis in Germany. Who's going to come for us when the Nazis can actually take over the United States? Who's going to come save us? Who? Who's going to come save us? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's a rhetorical question. The answer is no one. So we have to save yeah. ourselves. Right. Yeah, vote with your feet. Come to Texas. Yeah, vote. I would love to do that. But I gotta head. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to head off. Yeah, you 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 got called into work before before we all got live. Uh, Marcy mentioned that she got called into work, so we're gonna have to cut this interview short. But uh, I want to thank you, Marcy, for coming on. Well, I want to thank you, you for thank fighting you for, this lawsuit. Yeah. Thank you for opening the the path to letting our voices be heard jamie's and myself and just other people in michigan thank you for all right god bless and you if there's is it, if there's any developments we will bring you on okay all right all right thank you so much have a great day all right thank you so much so, that was marcy mcclelland everyone who is suing the school district in michigan and the reason why we bring this up in different states is because people are actually doing things and the governor knows that every time a lawsuit and different and all these uh you know, radicals that are actually, you know, that have 
have have actually sworn their allegiance to stuff like our revolution, which is a communist socialist uh, terrorist group uh, that's in Colorado. That Polis followers. The, the reason why they handed it back to the counties in Colorado specifically is because they were losing their grip. They were losing their control. People were getting pissed. People are, are past the point where they even care what a governor says. They're trash. They, oh, these people don't care about the American people. They don't care about the people in the community. To see what just happened on that Ontario where they said, hey, listen, well, snitching or informing, you know, changing from snitching to informing. No, you're not informing. You're, you're actually instilling the Nazi communist regime up in Canada, and we're just going to try and bring it down to the United States. The, the, yeah. the, we have to resist. We have to, frankly, just say we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. The word no is a powerful word that our society used to know. We used to know the word no. Yeah. We used to know what it meant to say no. What well, You need to do this. N- no, I don't. The answer is well, no. Yeah, no, no is a very powerful word. Another very powerful word is trash because trash has more synonyms than I think any of us ever knew. So today's <laughs> synonym of the day is junk. Oh. Junk. That which is of low quality or worth. Used in a sentence, couldn't believe that such junk was chosen to be read for the book club. Hashtag the left are junk. The That's when everyone knows. But junk. every now and then we got we got to give some regular synonyms. But that yeah. is our synonym of the day for but trash. By, by the way, here's something you need to know. And yeah, I saw that comment on there. They are now vaccinating children, babies. Yeah. They're they're testing it. Lightning quick. Listen, we we know that the vaccine, right, has that it's gene therapy basically. It has stuff in it, RNA, that allows for it to actually affect and or hijack your body. We don't even know what it's 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 not even FDA approved. And kids have a low propensity of even being infected with it, right? And if they are infected with it, they have a lower propensity of even dying. I think there's been like six people under the age of 21 that have died across the country. Now they're vaccinating children with an emergency drug that they don't even need in order to survive. I mean, think about that, people. This is nuts. This is nuts. So you're gonna you're, you're gonna hate me for this. What? But the fact checkers uh, ob- obligate me to say that the COVID-19 vaccines are not gene therapy and the COVID-19 vaccines will not alter your genes. We are obligated to throw that in by our fact check overlords over at Facebook and YouTube. Oh my gosh. The overlords have spoken. I can't, you know the rules, I Joe. I, no, you know I didn't know. I didn't know that you couldn't actually have a yeah. conversation and have thought police not come in and try to shut you down. I, no, I did not know. I did not know. Maybe, now I do know. I know. No one's half the battle. Uh, speaking of that, this show is brought to you by MyPillow. I want to tell you again, we want to support Mike Lindell. We want to support what he's doing. For those of you that don't know, you can actually save up to 66% with the code CD21. That's Charlie David 21 right? Or Charlie Delta, if you're a pilot or in the military, um, that's CD21. Now, I want to br- bring this up really quick. Frank's speech is, he's live. He has 48 hours. He's going to go straight through 48 hours, and they're going to bring on special guests. Well, what you need to know about those special guests is that I will be on Lindell's show tonight at 5, I think it's 5.15. Let me actually make sure I'm I'm right, but I'll be on there for a half hour and we'll be able to um, confirmation. I will be on at 5.45 Mountain Time, 7.45 um, uh, Eastern Time. And I'll be talking to Mike Lindell and I think I'll be talking to uh, Mike Flynn as well. We'll see who's on there 
for this. And we'll be talking about the election integrity. We'll be talking about the things that got me involved in this fight and the things that we've been doing collectively to uh, make sure we bring people together. So 545, go to frankspeech, F-R-A-N-K-S-P-E-E-C-H.com. Uh, they were under a DDoS attack earlier today that took down the site. So they're actually only doing right now the, um, the, the live video um, on the site. So it, I think it'll launch tomorrow. Um, should be pretty interesting uh, a platform. You're going to have to be patient, but the, there's a couple great things. One, we're going we're gonna to have a, a presence on there. Um, and two, uh, having the presence on there, we will also uh, you know, be sending you guys special invites and VIP things you can get. Um, as t to be a part of uh, frankspeech.com. So go there, check it out. So, today. yeah. So, they, yeah, they were under something DDoS um, or just a, a huge surge, probably a combination of the two. But I know that they were being DDoS. Um, I tried to get on this morning, couldn't get on. Hopefully, they get that up and running. It's hard when the, when the whole leftist establishment wants you done, wants you gone. Um, it's it's easy easy for them to, to do it just by denying service, flooding the servers. Uh, well, but yeah, that, that was supposed to go live today. Hopefully they can get it up and running. What's that, Joe? Well, I mean, look, it, it's, it's also a fresh site, right? So making sure that you have all the right pipes and protocols in place in order to get through it. I mean, obviously I made some suggestions to them this morning that they probably didn't appreciate making it frictionless. This is why, this is why I tell you to be, be very patient for those of you who remember Facebook back in 2007, 2008, when it, when it launched, um, it was a glitchy site. Everyone complained about how glitchy it was for years until it wasn't, right? So they have you know, 15 years to, to get through their platform, give us a little bit of time to make sure that this actually can launch well. Um, but if you get a chance, go to, um, go to the site. It's a, it, you know, it, there's some great speakers that are on there. I don't know who's on there right now, but somebody's on there and Mike Flynn's on there. So I, I just sent, Mr. Bruce Josh, I just sent you another clip, and I'll set it up. Um, this was from Fauci over the weekend on Chuck Todd's Meet the Press. And he was asked a very simple question. Why does a vaccinated person have to wear a mask? And Fauci's answer was actually kind of stunning. Because what it suggests is as long as there is a non-zero likelihood of someone infecting someone else, that he wants the mask mandates to stay in effect. I guess in, in perpetuity. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated. It doesn't matter if everyone's vaccinated. The idea that someone could even slightly spread the virus justifies all the heavy-handed government regulations. So let's go ahead and play this. This is Fauci on Chuck Todd's Meet the Press this week. Now let's play the clip. Why does a vaccinated person have to wear a mask? Okay, this is something that as we get more information, it's going to be pulling back that you won't have to. But the, currently, the reason is when we get more that when information, you get vaccinated, <laughs> you are clearly diminishing dramatically your risk of getting infected. That's one of the things we've got to make sure everybody understands. You dramatically diminish it. However, what happens is that you might get infected and get absolutely no symptoms, not know you're infected and then inadvertently go into a situation with vulnerable people. And if you don't have a mask, you might inadvertently infect them. Now, there's a small risk of that, but it's there. The other thing is that there may be variants that are circulating. We know New York area has their own variant, right. a 526. There's a South African variant. Fortunately for us, Chuck, 
the 117 variant that is dominant in Europe and in UK is right. also now dominant in the United States. Thank goodness the vaccine works very well against that variant. So what Fauci is saying is that he's saying soon we might have the data to allow us, if you're vaccinated or if you've had the virus already, everyone to not have to wear a mask if they have the antibodies. Notice how you need the evidence to get rid of the regulation, but you don't need the evidence to put forward the regulation. The regulation was not put forward with any scientific evidence. It is Fauci's best guess to say, well, you might, you may, it's possible. They're not even saying it's likely. These regulations are in place because of the possibility, but in order to get rid of them, you need certainty. And even with certainty, they don't want you to take off your mask if there's the slightest possibility. And then there's the hypothetical variants. Well, you don't know. Maybe maybe the virus has, has mutated in the person right next to you for the very first time. And when they breathe on you, it's a completely different virus. We don't know. This, this is not, there, you cannot find this in any previous virus or disease containment strategy. When you get vaccinated, you have the disease, we have never done this to people. Continue to treat them like they are actively transmitting the virus. We've never done it before. Which again, it, it, it begs the question, do they not have confidence in the vaccine? Or do they really just like the power and the control over the American people? It ha it, at this point, it really has to be one or the other. Yeah, I don't, I, I think that, uh, again, I'm all for science, right? I think science is important. Um, the, the problem that I have is what if the scientists aren't, what if they aren't accurate? Like there, there's an entire, there's tens of thousands of, of doctors that have been deplatformed, have been subject to persecution yeah. on their on medical license. And what they're saying is, hey, this is not true, right? And so you have Fauci on one side that's standing up that's saying, as we get more data and more information coming in, and then you ask even, there, there was another, there was another uh, interview with Fauci where he said, well, and he was asked, where do you get your data? And he goes, well, from a bunch of different places. And, and so he pressed, he goes, well, where'd you get them? He goes, well, I, I actually don't know where we get the data. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, yeah. how do you not know where the data comes from? How do you not know where, where you're actually pulling that data? But I have all these other doctors, these, these 10,000, 20,000, whatever it is, these, all these doctors that are out there speaking up, frontline doctors at, at all, right? saying that, hey, listen, this is wrong. What we're doing is wrong, right? But because they are on the other side of the political realm, and, and keep in mind, this is a political realm. Remember, it was first two weeks to slow the curve, to, to save a life, and then it's not save a life anymore. Now they're injecting someone that's an emergency into people's blood but, or into people's bodies. But the, the statistics are... are I mean, it, it's hard to look at the statistics and what's happening and not agree with the, the doctors that are standing up saying, hey, maybe you don't need it. And I said, maybe. Well, we've yeah, we've never lived in a in a society where <laughs> being a medical expert about something is not enough anymore. Right. Like there are yeah. there are people who, who graduated with some random degree from some random college, probably below yeah. 3.0. And their whole job is to push a button and decide whether what you're saying is truthful or not truthful. Right. And, and they're actually silencing yeah. medical experts simply because they disagree with other medical experts. What this is doing to science, I don't know if this is reversible. 
science, you, you're supposed to go into scientific examination, understanding you can right. be wrong. You're supposed to welcome it. Right. right? You're supposed to right. welcome that you, you could possibly be wrong so you could be completely truthful and correct. But but, but Max, we're seeing here that they don't even entertain the concept of being wrong. But, but that's, and whenever they're proven wrong, they say, oh, well, well, we were half right or, oh, well, well, it was an emergency. We had to use our best guess. No, that, you were wrong. But but it's not even a matter of being wrong. I'm OK with them even being wrong. But the fact is, is that they wouldn't even admit if they were wrong. And yeah. the, the question has been asked, where are your studies? Where are the studies? Where are the covid studies? And there aren't any that actually support Fauci. There isn't. The data is ambiguous. It's just out there. We're just supposed to accept it. But there is no study. Yet the people that are like frontline doctors and those guys, and, and I don't even know if we can actually talk about them, they actually have studies. We can't talk about them, really. Yeah, but, we can't really but, talk about but them. They, but they have actual studies. These are studies that actually tell you that, hey, I, I'm not even gonna say, about to say the word, the Iver. Yeah, no, we, we can't say that word. We yeah, can't say I can't, that word. I can't say that um, word. But there are actual studies. There, There's now tens of thousands of people that are in those clinical trials and we're not allowed to talk about something that has been studied that there's actually data that supports what they're saying and yet they're being told you cannot talk about it because what it's a four cent drug gets me the thing that gets me is when fauci doesn't have the data he says well i I don't know where it comes from it comes from somewhere but when you have someone like Rand paul who cites data Fauci knows all yeah. about that data because he knows how to pick it apart. It's like, oh, that was an in vitro study. Oh, that had a really small sample size. He knows the talking points to dispute the, the, the studies he doesn't like. But when you actually press him and say, well, what can you point to in the scientific literature to justify the notion that even if you're vaccinated, you have to wear double masks? He can't do it, right? So he, he, he's educated in the, the literature when it comes to trying to defeat arguments he doesn't like, but he doesn't seem to have anything to really point to Nothing. for his own Nothing. policy proposals. It's just his gut instinct. It's just that he's the, he's the highest paid federal employee in the entire government, and we should just trust him because Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci is Anthony Fauci, so therefore he's correct. No, it's crazy. And as he's proven wrong, which we just saw that, we're now allowed to talk about it. If we had talked about this a month and a half, two months ago, we'd be banned for telling you that you have a one in 10,000 chance of contracting COVID-19 by touching a surface. We'd be banned, right? If Joe had said that, I'd have to come in and say, well, the overlords recommend that you wash your hands and you disinfect surfaces, surfaces Man, regularly. I've been, I've but we been, don't have to do that. But I've been, because, I've been washing my hands since before it was cool to wash your hands. Yeah. This isn't a new thing for me. It's like, oh yeah, I went to the bathroom, wash your hands. I got done eating, wash your hands. I'm gonna go eat, wash my hands, right? You lick your hands, wash your hands, right? But even Just, with that finding, it is still a violation of all big tech's terms of service for us to say, quote, you do not have to clean your surfaces, end quote. That's not us recommending that. That's me saying that that statement would not be allowed if, if earnestly told to you on Facebook or YouTube because their policies still require us to recommend. Or if, if we're going to be quiet, we can be quiet. But we cannot recommend against washing your surfaces because that's the CDC and the WHO recommendation, even though that's now out of date. Obviously, keep yeah, wash your but, service. If you have a dirty it house, clean it. It doesn't matter. No company should be able to force upon people and say that you're covered by, uh, what is it, the rule 2, 241, 241, the, the uh, 207, 20, <laughs> the, uh, basically saying that they're a platform. They're not a publisher, right? But they should never be able to come out. They should never be able to collude, and they're colluding. They should never be able to become a tool or a weapon against society, yet they're doing that, 
right? They should never be able to do the things that they're doing in order to basically persecute you. They get to decide. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Uh, Project 230. 230, yeah. Project Veritas broke a story about CNN. Now, CNN and, and Twitter are not the same company, okay? He broke a story about CNN where the guy who is the technical director for CNN basically, actually, I'm not going to say basically, he 100% said that we lied to the American people to get President Trump out of office. We lied. We lied about his physical condition. We knew nothing about it. Oh, and the next thing we're going to lie to you about is climate change. We're going to lie to you about climate change now. That's the next big thing. Because, you know, people are fatigued with the COVID deal. So now the next pod, Tide Pod challenge is going to be talking about the climate. So what happened to Project Veritas? What happened to James O'Keefe? I'm going to tell you what happened. It's the same thing that happened to me way back when, when I was on Twitter talking about Dominion. Now, I'm not going to say anything else. I'm going to say they came out, the overlords of Twitter decided to, and by the way, I didn't even use Twitter before that. I only used Twitter because President Trump was on there. So I, I, you know, being kicked off Twitter is like not a big deal to me. I had that account for like 11 years and I never used it, right? But I got kicked off and they did the same thing to me. They did to Project Veritas, said that I had multiple accounts. I barely had the account that I had. I didn't care about Twitter. I don't even know why their stock price is what it is. I don't know of anybody that hangs out there. I just don't. People are starting to move away from them. Big tech's going to have a big problem. But my problem is, is that how did those two companies collude together? How did Twitter collude with CNN to punish Project Veritas for telling the truth? He didn't force yeah. that guy to say something. He said, oh, well, you know, it was dishonestly. You got that stuff dishonestly. It's still truth. Yeah. It's still truth. But you're not allowed to hear truth because you know what? You can't handle the truth. That's well, they movie. didn't do that against Romney when you had that surreptitiously recorded video of Romney with the 47% comment yeah. in a private function. Twitter didn't say, yeah. didn't ban those people. Social media sites didn't ban those people. Yeah. It really is. They're just making this up as they go along and they're making up the rules based on what political outcome they want. And the fact that they're all coming up with the same rules all at the same time. Listen, we know that they communicate with one another. They've admitted to this under oath that they have a system where they talk to each other about issues like this, about ban issues. We know that they have that. We know that they do that, right? It, it, it's not even, it's well, not even debatable I mean, look, anymore. But, but here's the problem, is that all the media companies are doing the same thing. I mean, Parler's doing the same thing. I had 69,000 people that were actually uh, following me on, on Parler. It's down to 40. They basically, when they launched it back up, took away 27,000. And now... The same thing, throttle it so that only 1% or 2% can actually see your posts. I have people every day like, Joe, do you put anything on Parler? I'm like, I try, but nobody gets to see it. And then I get stricken because I say something they don't like. I mean, it's crazy that these big tech companies are just taking the Constitution and they're trashing it. They're throwing the trash for what? I mean, it, it, it's absurd what we have to deal with in our society. And they're saying, well, times have changed. Technology has made it so misinformation. When you take truth and you cut the tongue out of the guy that's telling the truth only to just push out a bunch of BS, what do you expect the public to do? Just take it? The intelligent public, not the leftists, not the terrorists. I mean, it just it blows my mind that as a society, we haven't lost our mind on simple things that happen, like Maxine Waters. I mean, we're going to talk about her. Yeah, Woo. she's in the second hour. But that's going to be... 
it's going to be an interesting conversation talking about Maxine Waters, who basically said, we need to hurt people. And on the well, heels... Well, she says fight. She said fight, fight, fight. But the Democrats just basically claim that anytime you say fight, it's an impeachable offense. So that, That's not all she, that she said. She well, said no, we we're going to get, get into it. Yeah. We, we don't want to waste... We, we, have, we need to do a second yeah. hour of content. <laughs> so we don't want to blow through all of that now. Maxine Waters um, is, is trash. She's trash. She's everything that the Democrat is wrong with the Democrat Party. Everything, right? And I and Democrats are like, oh, we just got to wait and see how this actually plays out. I mean, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, you said trash again. So uh, Maxine Waters is a stinker. <laughs> this was a synonym for junk. It's too easy. It was a synonym for junk. It was one click and it was ready. A person whose behavior is offensive to un- others. Hashtag Maxine's a stinker. <laughs> she totally is she, she totally is and we're going to get into that in the second hour um but before we do i we have to mention that we do have another sponsor for the show today it is pray in jesus name news and i want to make sure we play that before we we head to break so miss bruce so let's play the commercial for uh dr chaps and pray in jesus name hi i'm dr chaps have you ever seen a tv news anchor stop and pray with his audience after every story we are unique and we're inviting you and the intercessors to ask God to change history as we are reporting it. It's conservative, it's Christian, it's trustworthy. Join PIJN News on this channel, it's free. You can subscribe, there's daily content, new interviews almost every day, or visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. So that is Dr. Chaps, friend of the show. I was on his show a, a week or a week and a half ago. Very, very nice man. If you haven't checked out PIJN News yet, please do. Um, very, very good stuff. So, so I've known Chaps over a decade. And Chaps, by the way, um, pray in Jesus' name, he started it because he was a chaplain, right? And mm-hmm. as a chaplain, he would pray in Jesus' name. He would literally pray in Jesus' name. And they said, you have to stop praying in Jesus' name. He's like, I'm a chaplain. <laughs> I'm going to use yeah. the name of Jesus. And so they, they kicked him out of the military. Stripped him of rank, kicked him out of the military, and he was a couple years from from retiring. And he fought it all the way up and won. Now, what he didn't what he won is he won the fact that he could be reinstated. He won the fact that he got early retirement. He won all of those things. But he still had to fight the government in order to say prayers in Jesus' name. Think yeah. about that. That so make is sure how wacky that it has gotten. Check that out if you haven't already. Pray in Jesus' name news. Very, very good stuff. So we're going to be taking a break in a minute. And on the other side, we're going to be talking about Maxine Waters, what she just did in Minnesota, um, which is despicable, despicable, despicable. So we're going to break a little bit early so we can have more time to talk about her because this is a big deal. So we're going to take a real quick break. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call-to-action newsletters. 
We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top.